You are listening to Down Home. History is written by the victors. This quote is attributed to Winston Churchill, but its true origins are unknown. You just have to take a look at what's going on in Florida right now to see that unfortunately, this quote still holds true. Or does it? Me and Jay have had many conversations about how our early education lacked any type of comprehensive black history. What I'm finding is that those gaps in knowledge are being filled by having access to online scholarly resources, online government databases, and for us, conversations with elders on the Down Home podcast. In this episode, Jay and I talk about the historical link between Freetown, Sierra Leone, and Nova Scotia. I'm Derek Wise, and on behalf of Jay Jones, welcome to Down Home, the Nova Scotian experience by two black men. all right so yeah the 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 thing that i i find interesting is this history that we're fed man about the brits and the abolition of slavery Mm -hmm. like the brits are kind of held up as this almost the shining example because they they were the first real nation to abolish slavery right Mm -hmm. but it's it's questionable i mean they made a fortune off slavery to begin with right yeah there's that there's that but then like even if you look at um the way they went about it with the americans and and the black loyalists right what you you, kind of ask yourself okay well why were they seeking the the help of of uh of slaves yeah it was a manpower issue right if you ask me right more bodies yeah yeah more bodies to help them hold on strength of numbers yeah exactly to hold on to the colonies of the americas yeah right so yeah and you and you make these promises and you get people involved who are already in a precarious position that want their freedom and this is the way out and it was it was a little bit of a dupe, man. And I think yeah. that's uh, it's always been it's always been that way, you know. Yeah, and, but we're fed this history of them being the shining example of the abolition of of slavery, right? Yeah, and, and you know, you know, fair enough. There were uh, there were uh, Brits that that did fight on the side of abolition. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There yeah. were. Yeah. And there were Brits that that were against the abolition of slavery, the guys that were making a ton of money off of the uh, Atlantic slave trade, right? Of course, yeah, yeah. So there was both sides to that. But you're right, though. The 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 um, the promises that were made to the loyalists and what they actually encountered when they got to Canada, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there was a stark difference there, right? Mm-hmm. And like we talked, we've talked about this in the past, but you know, I've, I've always, like, I kind of, in the past, I've kind of said, okay, well, they got, they, they, they got their freedom. They got to Nova Scotia and that was kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's not where the story ends, though. No, like I, you know, and, and this is this is the whole thing that we often talk about as well. Uh, I, I guess with the Internet, everything is, you know, much more readily available than it used yeah, to accessible, be. Accessible, man. Yeah. But, you know, some of these stories I've heard talk of them. But then, you know, when you sent me these, you know, this article today, I was like, wow, man, I didn't mm. know the depth to the the depth of the story you know there might have been a little blurb yeah i think i did know that there was a mass exodus to go to sierra alone right but i didn't know the details of what happened when they got there and yeah you know. this story really starts with thomas peters a sergeant in the black company of pioneers which is a regiment of black loyalists that fought with the british in the american war of independence the regiment was eventually disbanded and ended up in what is now known as Shelburne, Nova Scotia. Peters witnessed firsthand how many black loyalists were having trouble receiving what the British had promised for their loyalty during the failed war. Farmable land. Peters organized petitions to shed light on the plight of the black loyalists. When this fell on deaf ears, he decided to travel to Britain in 1791 to present the case in person to the British legislature. Ultimately, Peter's efforts to get the Crown to fulfill their promises did not work, but his story did attract the attention of a wealthy abolitionist, Granville Sharp. It just so happened that Sharp was part owner of the Sierra Leone Company, which was in the process of trying to set up a settlement in West Africa and had the idea of populating the area with freed slaves. I admit that it's sometimes a futile exercise to look into the past and apply today's morals and logic on the actions of historic figures. Yes, on paper it looks like Granville Sharp had pure altruistic motives when he saw the plight of Thomas Peters. But looking back, this must have seemed like manna from heaven for him. Here was his opportunity to establish a trading port on the west coast of Africa. For Thomas Peters, this seemed like a chance for him and the rest of the Scotian black loyalists finally to receive what they were promised, to take root somewhere and own land. And the one thing I do want to say that's amazing is that wherever blacks went, even in these days and times, they were always able to build communities. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and thrive mm -hmm. it's it's a you know and it's like but then something would happen where you know they were maybe something was happening too well and then systematically the the people in power they took it away it's it, it was just yeah. a really interesting thing because reading how sort of freetown came along and yeah everything man. like that it was just like man you guys were able to build you know after these promises that you didn't have mm. and the thing that i love about it especially with the, the mass exodus to sierra leone is they the slaves that left they wanted their dignity there was a quote there yes. in the article and i was yes. like oh my god and it just things like that just really yeah. hit you because you're like oh my god this is what they were fighting for they were thought of as lesser than and in some ways in these situations they were just used as a power play for the mm. numbers and the always the workers always the you know we can and it's so funny because you know with stereotypes not to, to go off course but with the stereotypes we're supposed to be the most laziest 
yeah. you know, I, all uh, the stereotypical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying? Lazy, yeah, yeah. can't do nothing, mm-hmm. this and that. But we're building communities and we're fighting yeah. against these people who really rule our lives and want to, you know, take away our pride and dignity. Yeah, it's, exactly, uh, man. You know, exactly. but can you imagine though? You you have, you know, your you have the forethought and the drive to to leave your home that you your generations have lived on in this system of slavery, mm-hmm. right? So you've you've left your home, you know, probably with what what's on your back, and you've joined this this uh, this fight with the Brits. Yeah. Right. The Brits lose and they make these promises of, okay, they've made the arrangements for you to leave. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you get to this place and and you've you've found uh, a place in in our in our in our ancestors uh, example is Nova Scotia. And the promises that you were fed are just not there. Yeah. You know, the the promise of land. Right. Yeah. The land is not firmable. Mm-hmm. The promise of a living, yes. you know, a dignified living. You mm-hmm. and it's not there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you have the four or five. Okay, well, we're going to call these people out on this. Right? Yeah. And this yeah. is what they did. Yeah. Yeah. This is what yeah. they did. They called the Brits out on this and said, "Hey, this is not what we." But the thing is, this is years of doing that because a lot of the people that left for Sierra Leone. They were in Nova Scotia for almost 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then, but, they, you know, they're, they're shipped, they're the promise of a free town in Sierra yeah. Leone. Yeah. And even that wasn't perfect either, you know. No, 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 yeah. This wasn't the Sierra Leone Company's first attempt at establishing a coastal port town in Western Africa. In 1787, the company attempted to form a settlement called Granville Town. This first settlement was populated with 400 former British-born freed slaves. However, the settlement failed after several attacks from the indigenous population. Thomas Peters reported back to the Nova Scotians that there was a new opportunity for settlement. So his followers appointed him their spokesperson with the Sierra Leone Company. In 1792, 1100 Nova Scotia black loyalists arrived in the west coast of Africa and helped establish Freetown. The establishment of Freetown was not problem free. The black loyalists found that the broken promises of the British Crown back in Nova Scotia became the broken promises of the Sierra Leone Company in Freetown. Even after almost a decade on the west coast of Africa, many people still had not received the land promised for settling in Freetown. This led to a revolt in 1800. Five years earlier, British officials used the military-savvy Jamaican Maroons to put down a Black Scotian revolt in Nova Scotia, while the Brits decided to use the Maroons to put this revolt down as well. I find this a very problematic part of Nova Scotian history. The British used the battle-tested Jamaican Maroons not once, but twice to put down a Black Loyalist revolt, a revolt caused by broken promises by British officials. And, uh, you know, I'll have to go into a little bit more depth, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the conditions were kind of almost the same over mm-hmm. there, you know? So yeah, it, no matter, but yet they were able to be, uh, you know, do what they have to do to survive, which is, yeah. I think is the true statement of anybody or anything who's been through what, 
you know, people go through, you mm-hmm. know, in those times, you know, especially slavery, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the other thing that it kind of amazes me is the, uh, and we see it in today's society too, and how nations treat each other that are at conflict. Right. Yeah. Um, it's almost the, the freeing of, uh, the slaves and the promise to get them out. It's almost like, a a middle finger, the, the, the Brits, it's almost like a middle finger to the Americans. Like we're going to take your free labor away from you. Yeah. yeah. It's all, yeah. it almost feels like that. And, and I didn't see that anywhere in the history, but that they don't write stuff like that in history books. The no. other thing that um, was amazing is that Freetown was used as a naval port by the Brits. Right. Mm-hmm. And from 1800 up till 1888, the Brits would uh, patrol the Atlantic yeah. And they they would capture slave ships. Yes, yes. And bring the free bring slaves, slaves to Freetown. Yeah. So that's I saw that and I was like, yeah. mm, what's up with that? I know. So, so once again, it's still <laughs> there there were some, you know, there were some forward thinking people who who really kind of wanted to actually help blacks get back to some sort of status. Mm-hmm. But still the the ultimate goal was that was, you know, kind enough to sh- you know, give the, empower them to do better for themselves. Of course, they make the money, but that that did happen. And I think it was for that reason because this place wasn't established yet. It needed to be built. It needed yeah. to be. So think about that. You're able to have your freedom, and you're kind of getting a little bit of what you want, promised with the help of that. But you're still under the same sort of thing. Yeah, and colonial that's the, rule. Yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's not about being angry about what has happened you know, in the past, it's, it's a horrible, horrible, you know, uh, stain against humanity, no question. But, you know, people don't take the time uh, uh, to think about, you know, that generational trauma, man, that just Mm. leaks through and seeps through. We're still affected by, you know, what happened to our black loyalist settlers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just by, you know our bloodline and you know and that and we carry that because we see it because often what happened back then is still happening now you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? exactly so, but yeah. it, it, the the other part of the the brits capturing slave ships again it's another it's kind of another middle finger to the americans we're taking your free labor <laughs> yeah, yeah that's 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 what i got out of it right it's like yeah we're 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 capped. We're we're gonna put an end to the Atlantic slave trade because it puts a dent in, in your free your, labor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we can use it to you know get ours, but under a guise yeah. of a d- slightly different thing because exactly. you're promised more things and you do give it, but you know for the greater good, mm. this is gonna help you economically. Now the Americans they were using it as like a brutal like yeah. man oh man, but you it's know. it's interesting isn't it? like the mm-hmm. the power play. Yeah, that's uh, it's between these two nations. Yeah, and I think the, that's you know? what it's always kind of been. It, even in today's world, look at all the nations that are always mm. trying to, you know, they're they're at they're always fighting. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. the The other part of um, the establishment of Freetown um, was the there was a, another settlement that was established previous to that, and it was made up of. Um, Poor blacks. When once uh, once slavery was abolished, there was a bunch of uh, black people in areas of London that were basically their care was now it was like almost kicking them out. 
Right, 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 right. And, right. It, and it created black ghettos in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there were people that um, were not in favor of the abolition that were like, okay, well, you're, you're taking our slaves away from us. You're creating these ghettos. We don't want these black people in London. Yeah. So there was that group of people. And then there was the group of abolitionists that were, okay, well, let's, re- let's reform these blacks, but we're not going to do it here. Yeah. In yeah, London. Yeah. Let's ship them back to Africa. To Africa, yeah, yeah. And that's so, what they did. Yeah, so they were all, there was a mix of, uh, in Sierra alone, right? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. There, yeah. Was th- there was that group of Londoners yeah. that were there beforehand, before the establishment of Freetown. There, yeah. was, there was them. There was the, the, the um, loyalists, loyalists from yeah. Nova Scotia. Scotia, yeah. And there was also the Maroons that came in 1800. Right. Yeah. As well as the the indigenous population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that were there already, right? Yeah. So yeah. there was they all mixed in, in together to create Sierra Sierra Leone. The descendants of the Nova Scotian Black Loyalists and the Jamaican Maroons are known as the Sierra Leone Creole people. They generally live in and around the western part of Freetown. Yeah. But you wonder also because the Maroons were were established uh, an established military presence, right? Mm-hmm. So those 500 Maroons, I wonder if that was part of the decision that's to, to hold that out to them to help um, solidify the the British right uh, um, hold, hold in that yeah. area was the because yeah. the the Maroons were were fighters. They were fighters. freedom fighters, and they had trouble with them. That's why they were sent away in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Because they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They yeah. didn't want to stand up to the thing, and they were fighting against it. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, so that's I think that's how they gained that foothold because yeah. the Maroons were no joke, man. No, they were no <laughs> joke. So the you know you, you take them to Nova Scotia, they quelled an uprising yeah. Nova Scotia, and then you <laughs> yeah. bring them to Sierra Leone so that you can solidify your establish your establishment yeah. there. This the the British colonial system, man. Yeah, man. And there's a lot of Jedi mind tricks going on there. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it seems yeah. like it's it's quite funny, actually, mm. you know. And and also, man, just Nova Scotia's imprint on that part of history. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, uh, how it always kind of had a play, like, even in the rich history that we know, but, you know, where it started. It's just, it's just amazing in that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and our families were a part of that. You know? Yeah, the, uh, the thing is, though, I'm you know we're fifty years old, and this is Black history that was never taught to us. Yeah, I'm 22, but uh, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you're right. It's just yeah, that wasn't taught to us at all. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. and it, it is kind of interesting to 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 just look at these things, but uh, and then there's some. There's like that project that is going on in Nova Scotia talking about uh, the Sierra Leone mm-hmm. exodus and everything like that. Yeah. And that's good. And some of these kids, like I was reading some of their quotes and they're like, you know, it's good to know our history, to know where I we know, came from. Man. And they were aware that what was happening then is still happening today, just in different ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's important, especially with uh, those youths, because they're the next they're the next generation and hopefully it can get better, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy that they even can say that after almost 500 years, you know, Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, we've made progress, but uh, have we made progress in the way that, uh, you know, 
uh, equality exists. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about that. Yeah. You have been listening to Down Home. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. On a high plateau, from the one down below to the future of the funk, getting lost in the flow. Contact with the spot, my gex. Now it's time to flex with the force from the soul, reaching all aspects, getting deep. No time to sleep as you reach your next phase, laying it all on the line. New trail start to blaze, it's a fire inside. A brand new path, breaking down the sum to one. Feeling free, I just laugh with the joy of the song. Breaking new ground from the breakdown. Like magic prescribed, only to see the perfect blend. Like a diamond in the rough, ready to drop a perfect gem. It's time to shine so fine to see what you find.